April 18th, 2023, this is NXT 2.0 coverage on the Wrestling Inc. podcast, technically the go-home show for NXT Spring Break-In, which will be the last NXT before the WWE draft that starts next Friday on SmackDown, continues next week on Raw. Yes, interesting indeed. I am Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Conaway and NYC Demon Diva Issa tonight to talk about everything. Everything that everything. Everything that happened in NXT, everything in the world of professional wrestling, everything in the the world, all over. We're going to dive into it, make sense of it all, and give you answers. Alfred, good to see you again. Alfred has been laying low still after WrestleMania. And Cody I'm, on that, I'm on that Roman Reigns schedule. You know, you take one day on, one day off, you chill out, and then I'll be the longest reigning member of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, you know, by doing a half schedule. I'm Roman Reigns has inspired me to do less. Issa, you buying it? Wait, what? I wasn't paying attention. Did he say <laughs> she was, anything? She was paying attention, but it, it hurts her too much. No. But I, I completely understand. <laughs> and let's dive into the world of Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. The Twitch oh. world. This is actually some very good news, especially uh, for people who really follow this kind of stuff when it comes to independent contractors, namely Zelina Vega, who was kind of a martyr for a while when it came to having Twitch streams, but WWE and Twitch have agreed to allow talent to stream with, quote, almost no restrictions. Uh, the almost comes in where talent is going to have to seek clearance from WWE beforehand. But uh, after that, it looks like WWE and Twitch are back simpatico. Vince McMahon during the pandemic famously shot down the ability to go on Twitch and make money from third-party apps. But now it looks like all systems go. There's a lot of gaming WWE people. Obviously, Xavier Woods has built the up, up, down, down brand through YouTube and with help from Twitch. And now WWE superstars are going to be able to stream on Twitch. Issa, are we excited? We're very excited. I know it was officially reported today, but I've seen Selena Vega and a couple of people tweeting about like advertising streams. And I was like, okay, so this must be back, right? So I mean, I'm super excited for them. And I actually enjoyed a lot of these uh, WWE superstars have really good channels that I actually enjoy stopping by here and there watching their streams. So Selena Vega being one of them, I'm very much looking forward to this. And it's awesome. Good for them. Do you think they're giving them more guidance now? Where they're saying, AJ, I know four hours of gaming is a little long, but can you not talk about like booking decisions and abandoned feuds and storylines <laughs> that didn't go the way you wanted them to? Could you not maybe, you know, pull back the curtain that much? I mean, I'm sure that's under the almost. That that sh- that's very likely if they feel they have to, you know, hey, maybe not talk about the election this time or whatever, what? whatever they're saying. I'm sure they're being told, you know, Randy Orton, maybe not say that. They're, they're being told what to say and not to say uh, in certain situations, I think. Yeah. yeah, but the, they, they just, I guess they have to learn where, you know, like you said, Glenn, get some, a little bit of advice because them pulling back the curtain a little bit is what, is what allows people to watch the streams and become big fans because they get to see a whole different side of them. AJ, yeah. AJ was too real, though. I would watch his streams and he yeah. would just blabber. He would say anything. <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best, though. You'll get more in depth oh, yeah, of in course. terms of what they think than you would out of an interview because an interviewer, their defenses are up. The WWE PR stooges are usually on those calls or in the room for those interviews. But if they're just relaxed playing video games, they'll just they'll let it all hang out. Literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think... Hey, uh, now. Hey, now. Ew. You're thinking of fan time. Yeah. I, I, I don't... There, I can't keep Only up with that. slash NYC Demon <laughs> where I let it all hang out. Anyways. <laughs> um so yeah well here's the i got a transition for that from hanging out to speaking of hangman adam page and did we have anything else to add glenn no nothing else to add okay so we're gonna move on to hangman adam page and uh of course the cm punk story is a story that won't die until he inevitably shows back up to finish his destruction of aew but Hangman Adam Page has clarified some remarks that a lot of people are pointing at as the origin of this CM Punk feud with the elite when Hangman Adam Page famously said he does not accept feedback and he does not take advice. This is something that publicly made CM Punk angry to where he shot on Hangman Adam Page, uh, leading to more of that drama. But Hangman Adam Page recently clarified his remarks. He said at the Galaxy Con convention that the reports I don't take advice have been greatly exaggerated 
perhaps by no one more so than me. Amen. Adam Page went on to say that he does take advice and feedback, particularly from those who came before him. And to me, this is another sign that maybe the mm. elite and CM Punk are not necessarily going to be uh, getting along or friends or anything like that, but in somewhat of a ceasefire. Uh, Glenn, what are you thinking in terms of the timeline for CM Punk's AEW return? When does the Saturday show launch? They have not announced it yet. And they're mm. thinking it's going to be sometime in the fall. And I think it's a mistake. College football is a monster on television. And anytime during the day you go on a Saturday, good luck with that. I mean, if there's talk and sources that are trustworthy are saying the idea is to do the Saturday show and have the split, um, it seems weird that they would bring him back before that if it's going to create a more tense locker room, more tension. You know, but I don't know. I don't know how separate can they keep him. It's not like they're going to give him his own pay per views. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. If what we're reading is true, if they are going to split up the locker rooms, they are going to have a show dedicated to a third show. I mean, it seems like they're really bending over backwards, and it should really tell them how inconvenienced they are going to become by diluting the brand essentially for one guy. I think this is unheard of in terms of oh, yeah. what in the in the history of happen. wrestling. In the history of wrestling. When have they ever had to say, we're going to add another night of wrestling for you to wrestle <laughs> on because so many of our other stars don't want to work with you? Yeah, that, that, that Saturday show is going to have just CM Punk and FTR in the locker room. That's it. <laughs> and FTR is going to be like, we're not taking sides. We're friends with everybody. Yeah. This, week, this week, it's CM Punk and Cash Wheeler against Dax. <laughs> Triple threats. I mean, the variety of matches we're gonna get out of this show is gonna be insane. And what if Special he's just referee. shooting on the rest of the the roster, and he's like, they won't, they're afraid of me. They won't come on here, you know. Okay. And he, and he's doing characters like Billionaire Ted, like he's doing like <laughs> like a Colt Cabana character, like he's doing like a Jericho character, you know. And it's just it's a CM Punk one man show for for an hour every Saturday. If improv, Saturday show, you think improv? Yeah, improv. Yeah, we gotta oh, get some improv. In there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. It's like Cher had this special in the early 70s where Cher did a version of West Side Story where Cher played every character, the Jets, the Sharks, Maria, and Cher did it all. And that's what Saturday Night Punk should be like. CM Punk wrestling himself. Like the Nutty Professor. You would, you would compare this to a 70s reference. I love you, Glenn. Never <laughs> yes. change. CM Punk Never is change. the Cher of professional wrestling. You heard it here first. The 90s reference would be an Eddie Murphy of professional wrestling uh, playing all those characters, but I like it. You could play Scott Goldman. You could play all kinds of people in that. Oh, yeah, we get prosthetic. Let's get Rick Baker involved. Oh, yeah. I'll get prosthetics. It'll be great. Uh, this is we don't know anything yet we'll see when he comes in. what i do think and i'm pretty confident is that it's looking like cm punk is on his way back to aew in what capacity uh whether or not they are creating the show and it's interesting what's going to happen to rampage are they really going to render rampage a lame duck show and and because i wouldn't have a lot of faith in a saturday show hanging around long term uh, so if you cut off your nose, I mean, if, if face, Rampage has made it this long, I'm sure. I mean, how much worse can they do than Rampage? I think they could do much worse, and especially <laughs> year after year, they keep doing these numbers. I think long term, especially if they dilute. I'm saying if it's only two shows, I agree with you, Issa, that they can have Rampage for weeks and years to come. If they add the Saturday show, all three of these shows are not going to exist. I don't think in relevancy. I think at the very least. Rampage is a lame duck show. At worst, it's canceled. At very worst, you go from having three shows to having one show, all because of CM Punk, where Rampage and the Saturday Night Show are eventually axed. Hmm. I mean, we'll see. It's very weird, but I think, look, they've got Ring of Honor, so they're going to have four shows yeah. a week in AEW. I forgot about Ring of Honor. Like, they, they're completely dialed. It's, it's so a very interesting decision. The world. <laughs> yeah, I'm seriously. Sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> plus, then they've got Dark. Plus, they've got Elevation. So maybe you could do a brand split. All access. So, yeah, so you do Dark and Elevation as your developmental. I think Ring of Honor should actually be the second brand. I, I mean, and Punk would probably actually be down for that. And you do Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday, Friday with a brand split. That actually makes a ton of sense. That'd be interesting. That'd be, it would really show belief in Ring of Honor if they did move CM Punk there instead of having a whole nother show. But, you know, maybe AEW is being paid a good amount of money and getting another bag for the Saturday show, which would be great for them. You know what would make sense? Grown people just coming together, squashing things and agreeing to make money. You know, that's, it sounds so simple. It does, but, you know, you know how the rest of the business is. <laughs> yeah.
I mean, and just, CM Punk is yeah. on his like what? Like, uh, let's just be real. He's on his what? Seventeenth chance in terms of having all these problems. So I can understand from that side of them not wanting to come together and you know meet with CM okay, Punk. Okay, well and then he, get rid of the problem. Yeah. yeah, and you know why he can't? Why he, why he has to stay with AEW? Because he can't go back to UFC now because of the WWE <laughs> connection. Oh yes, that's right. That's oh, the only thing I thought I him. thought you were gonna say it's because he's so good at UFC that nobody wants to fight him there either. They're intimidated by his power. You know, if he would have kept at it, I think he could have really. I'm hateful today. I'm sorry. I gotta... <laughs> no, I like this. Heel East is unpacked. I mean, it's just so weird. It's just so look. Rampage when it's live is a lot of fun. When it's taped, is it good? When it's live, I think so because we don't know what's gonna happen. At least. I think okay. some live episodes are fun, especially yeah. that week when they were in Seattle and the crowd was lit. That was a very good rampage. Other than that, I don't find very much difference. And I, I think they don't do a good job of creating destination must-watch television out of rampage. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What else is going on in the news? Well, raw ratings are essentially flat. Uh, they, I believe they only went down 0.2%, which is very impressive considering the monster competition they had from the NBA playoffs, which is what I was watching last night. And as a nervous Bucks fan who uh, Giannis answered the Kumpo, I really hope that your back gets better and uh, we, we're not going to need you for game two, Bucks and five. And that is your news. You are the worst at predictions. I hope you know that. Bucks, Bucks in five. I'm the greatest predictor ever. Just like I predicted uh, Cody Rhodes is going to win, I'm predicting the Bucks in five games I mean, in the you first predicted round. Something with Green Bay Packers. Win. I mean, your prediction game is horrible. For every 10 times I'm right, one time I have to give it up so that everybody knows I'm not perfect. So every 10 times I'm right, I give up one. Uh, little yeah, but the problem is that you point. haven't been 10 times right in the last like four years. That I, I know. I've been 50 times How right. long does it take count. for these 10 times, Alfred? I did predict that the Bucks would win the championship the year they did, and I and everything you did, I said you did, true. you did. That was great. Unless was once in a thing. while, I've got to throw everybody a, a curveball. But uh, oh, sure. my thoughts are with Giannis right now, not my predictions, which are usually right, not my spoilers. Uh-huh. Well, how about this? Uh, the keyword usually is the keyword in that sentence. Bucks in five. That is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. Sure. Is Cody beating Brock at Backlash? Nope. I sure hope so. I mean, I don't know what it's story not. WWE is <laughs> trying to tell, but it's uh, not. You know, Brock Lesnar, listen, we are in the era of bare minimum boys. Between Brock Lesnar, between Roman Reigns, between MJF, who basically don't do anything and get paid more than everybody, which is what the rest of the business is about. We are in the era of bare minimum boys, and Brock Lesnar is a bare minimum boy, and I'm nervous for him versus Cody. He's going to win. Brock is beating him. Yes. Quiet quitting has entered the world of professional wrestling. (laughs) It has. Hey, Brock slayed last night. Brock needs to get his respect as a drip guy. That was because, Brock Taker. Brock yeah. Taker at his best. He was, Somebody he said he good. looked like the Jeepers Creepers. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, think, I think Brock is winning. So mainly, I think Cody oh, Rhodes wins, but I don't know what story they're trying to tell. I just, I'm not going to try to figure out WWE. Listen, I'm keeping the same energy. When Sami Zayn lost, I said, listen, I trust in the Triple H era, which were more of a hybrid Triple uh, H era. Yeah. I still kind of trust in the Triple H era, even with Vince there, but I'm going to wait and see to see what happens. Cody should win, but if they want to stretch this out, who knows what they're going to do. Uh, Mia Lee 499 saying Jul- Julius Creed is the future is a future world champion. Julius Creed is a future world champion. Heel breaker is best for business. I missed Nikita Lions. Who are you? Who are your top three picks for NXT mm. to get drafted? Interesting. Uh, if Grayson Waller doesn't win, I'm gonna say Grayson Waller. I'm gonna say Zoe Starks, and I'm gonna say possibly Indy Hartwell if she drops the title next week. That's a good trio. I would say definitely Zoe. I'd say Braun Breaker and. Yeah, Grayson Waller, it seems like it's about time because he's in a kind of a weird spot where I don't think he's going to yeah. be Carmelo, although he should be a world champion, but I think it's time. Agreed, and it was brought up tonight in that segment with Carmelo Hayes where, where I mentioned to you guys, he's taken a lot of else, and that's what that's what Carmelo Hayes hit him with. Like, you've accomplished yeah. nothing. So if you have him lose again and keeping it in NXT, it's just not a good look. I don't see him beating. I, I, want, I would love for him too, but. Melo just won. He's very good. So I think Carmel, uh, I think Grayson loses here, but I think he's got to go and kind of like reset him on the main roster. 
You know, mm. it's funny because we're thinking of like, oh, he just won the title, blah, blah, blah. But we don't know what conversation WWE is having in terms of who they no, want. because so, Melo and Trick on the main rosters will be great as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I could see a scenario where Triple H and company or whoever is running the draft decide we want this guy on the main roster and he does lose to Grayson Waller. I think that match is going to decide who goes to the main roster. It will have to be a very creative finish. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, one name that I'm pretty sure is getting drafted, who we haven't seen in a while, Cameron Grimes has to be. That's right. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah. been working. <laughs> he's been working like main events. I've been hearing for yeah, months. Yeah, it's got to be official with this, right? Like, it's got to happen. He's part of that do nothing club that Alfred was talking about. He just never shows yeah, up. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be, he'll be the number one contender upon arrival. <laughs> no, yeah. he'll be Cody right away. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, not that. Anything but that. Um, but yeah, I think Zoe, Grayson, and Braun like make a lot of sense. Indy as well. We could have a lot. This could, I, I think this could be the biggest round of NXT call up since 2016 or 2017. Watch him not call anyone, and we're all full of crap yeah. here, like yeah. making all this crazy. But they wouldn't say, they wouldn't say any brand is every brand's involved. They, I don't think they would They've do done that. it before, and the, and, and the call ups have been disappointing. You know? Yeah, they're really. I hope they don't overpromise on this one because he also said this is going to be a game changer, and a lot of people are expecting How? some crazy angle. I don't know, but they're they're saying it's a game changer. So do they bring in a free agent? I don't know. I mean, because if split the titles and and have yeah, a, oh. like because maybe I, they make like a Sammy KO and Roman have to relinquish the title of the brand they don't go to, and we go into this crazy. Somebody has to win. Like you don't know what they could do. They could do a lot of things here. I mean, right now there's like a dozen wrestlers that are on both brands. Yeah. Everybody I actually on both prefer brands. it. I prefer it like that. I thought it's been good. The ratings have been up. The ratings always are up when they get to go back and forth. And I, I, that was just something that they tried to do to recreate the Monday Night Wars. Clearly that audience is long gone. And I know maybe logistically it helps them with travel and whatnot, but I very much prefer when WWE gets to go back and forth. But they're not running opposite live events anymore. Like that stopped before the pandemic right. because like those SmackDown Monday yeah, shows. Yeah, they do the in, weekends now. Yeah, SmackDown Monday shows were like in high school gymnasiums practically. I mean, it was Correct. pretty poorly attended. Only in the holidays. That holiday yeah. tour is the only time that they're running house shows like all throughout the week. But yeah. normal mm -hmm. house shows now are just on the weekends. Yeah. Good um, for them. Good for them. Yeah, and, and you keep hearing these stories. Every every live event now is selling out. When it's the highest grossing live yeah. event. Yeah. But it's because they're not as exposed as they were. Like there was a period of time where they were coming to your city a few times in within a couple of months. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, okay, like I don't have to go to this show right now. It's not the same case. And right people before, do show up. Yeah, right before things shut down, WWE had scaled back on its live events because the ticket sales were doing so badly. And mm -hmm. Vince McMahon had fired his entire live events team because the ticket sales were just so bad. And now that they've come back, I think Nick Khan has a lot to do with that. And especially being shut down for a couple of years, there's still that like novelty of going to a live show. I think that's really helped WWE storm back because they've been selling mm -hmm. out for like a year yeah, and it looks like a lot of fun. Even this weekend, I, I ran across a couple of clips from social media of these house shows, and crowds were lit. They're seeing people that they don't always get to see. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so they, they're putting effort into this. But I think the reason why is because they don't have that crazy travel schedule that they have before, just on the weekends. Um, I don't mind people going back and forth, like you said, but we'll see what they do. I don't think that Triple H will come out and announce the draft in that matter if he doesn't have a good plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tonight, NXT, we opened with the Triple Threat Tag Match for the Tag Team Championship. Banger. Dallas versus Creed versus the Dyad. Really good. Uh, how many teams do they have? Like, how many names do they have? Greasy Young Veterans. Guess this well. Up. Daddy or whatever this is like. Daddy. Come on, stick to one name. <laughs> this was really good. I really like this match. It's got almost a half an hour. This was uh Yeah, it was I very thought, long, but I liked I, it too. I thought the Cree brothers look incredible yeah. here. Best they've ever looked in this yes, match tonight. Agreed. Awesome. They were awesome. And it's time just like so Diamond Mine is done. Are we finally are finally done with that? I don't think so. And we say that every week, Glenn. Every week, and then they come back. They're zombies. 
Elsa, where is Roderick Strong? I mean, there's like no original <laughs> Diamond Mine members left at this point. Yeah, Bivens is gone. Strong. Well, the Creed brothers, they were part of the original, okay, right? So they this is like Creed. this is like Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley calling it Kiss with a bunch of like scrubs <laughs> filling in, you know? <laughs> like, this is not Diamond Mine anymore. Just call them the Creed brothers or Maybe Creed. Maybe um Kovic Zirconia mine now, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh this was a really good match. A lot of really good spots in this. Creed sort of looked amazing. I don't know. I'll, I'll stop. Yes. Um yeah, Diana. So what's the deal with the Grizzled Young Vets? They asked for their release. I guess they have not been I don't know about that, but they they seem back with the company. They were they were spotted at NXT level up the night it was reported that they asked for the release, and there's no indications that they're not they're being written off or anything. Yeah, I mean, and, di- and Schism, Dyad, whatever, uh, seems like it's still going pretty strong. They look great tonight. I thought all three teams looked good. I thought this was a fun match, but I still, my brain went to the Creed brothers on this one. I thought they really shine. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Um, I love that. I mean, it scares the hell out of me, but when they do that, kind of like the Doomsday device where the guy's sitting on his shoulders yeah. and he does the yeah. cannonball. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So good. Um, yeah, it's a banger match. Open the show. I think, uh, and I just wish Gallus. It's funny. Gallus just has the least character of any tag. Great. Team. You don't have any. Yeah, I mean, Great. hey, they're really tough guys either. who like to fight. Yeah, they're exactly. so good. In, yeah, and they like to drink. I mean, yeah, we've never seen that before. Even ever. if we were told why they like to drink or why is it important, like they go to that pub. Where's that promo? Yeah. This is why I like to drink. A that public get service really announcement real. for alcohol. Yeah, that could get really <laughs> real really fast. That's like most guys' Tinder uh, bio, isn't it? I like to drink and I like to fight. Yes. So, immediate swipe right on that. <laughs> But um, I thought I thought it was good. I agree with you on Gallus. It's not. I'm not saying that like I don't like their character. I don't even. It's not that, that I don't think they're charismatic. It's just they don't tell us anything about them. They just showed up one night. They won the tag titles. It's almost like they expect us to know who they were from NXT UK. There's no character development with this team, and there's so many talented NXT tag teams that I want to see champs. I mean NXT UK level up. Like those have got to be doing less numbers than Impact does, or. On a, Likely, on a weekly yes. basis, you know, and I like NXT UK. Everything I've seen of it, I've thought has been great. Level up what you know on Fridays when we're doing the podcast, and I have Twitter open to see uh, what people are talking about. Like, level up always looks like a great show. I always feel like we're yeah. missing something by not watching that week in a week out. It looks like a lot of fun. I felt so that way talk- about NXT UK when, yeah. when it existed. I will see these clips and I'm like, man, that looks awesome, but I never actually watched it but i thought the clips that i will see look like mm. it's a great show yeah so this was a really good match um highly recommend checking this out gallus retaining i mean we'll see we'll see where they go with this uh and we saw a confrontation from earlier between dijak and apollo cruz in the parking lot and then we got nathan frazier with the the hard-hitting honest truths Uh, Nathan Frazier and his segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the weird talk show reminded me of a news show. I don't even know what this was. And I honestly, he lost me five seconds in. Really? Yeah. Looks yeah. like they were going for last week tonight. That's the. It did the, look a lot like that. It looked like a rib on John Oliver because he once again went after Vince McMahon and he has famously gone after WWE in the past. And here's the thing. I think it was produced well. I think Nathan Frazier, he can talk. Like, I was surprised by the fact that the guy could talk and he's got something. It just wasn't funny at all. It's like they made one little joke and I don't know if they were going for comedy. I don't know what they were going for, but this seemed highly unnecessary. And if they could make this funnier, they have something with Nathan Frazier. It's just, I didn't need this tonight. Yeah. It'd be funny if he was straight up going after John Oliver. Yeah. They could they could just do a parody on John Oliver because this is what this felt like. Just not a yeah, good yeah. I think um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, these sort of segments are always a little dicey, you know. Yeah, he was kind of all home over truths. the place. Sorry, too. not honest truth. Sorry, my brain all completed. Hard hitting home truths. Home truths. Okay. I mean, that's he a, needs that to be like a character. Bad eighties greeting. Like, what up, home truth? <laughs> home truth. 
Hello, home truth. And when uh, did people stop calling each other homes? I missed yeah, that. I think that was an 80s thing, right? It was an 80s thing. Everybody was homes. Yeah, they were good times. The 90s. Yeah. They but made a way, slant. Did, like cap. When did capping change its meaning? When did pegging change its meaning? That one blew whoa. my mind. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, Pop hey. That, oh that escalated real quick. Are you into pegging, Glenn? What is that? Well, I used to. I, <laughs> what is pegging? Whoa, like wait, wait, what? you would take your jeans and you would peg your pants you would fold your jeans over and then roll them up a little bit so your jeans looked like skinny jeans and that's the only type of pegging you're into i am not comfortable it It was called pegging that's what it was called do you uh so you've been pegging since the 80s glenn Everyone, everyone I went to high school with was very. No, no, I guarantee you, I was not pegging. He was wide open back there since the 80s. They changed the words. They changed, like, like cap, cap, capping on someone used to be insulting them. Capping, cap, to cap on someone. Bust a cap. Yeah, and then bust a cap, and now it changes again. Yeah. Yeah, dark dark money. Dark money, uh, it was tight roll. That's right. You do the tight roll when you peg. (laughs) A tight roll. (laughs) While pegging. It Just make sure you're like using KY, Glenn. You make sure that the jelly is there. It's just weird that they change these words. Like, there's no memo that goes out. And there's no one like, hey, by the way, now when they talk about this, it's something different. How did Peggy used to make you feel? Anyhow, um, no, <laughs> bring back homes and bring back the old definitions of the words as I knew them. We can use homes on this podcast. I'll, I'll do it with like, you. What up, homes? You know? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Noam Dar with his NXT Heritage Cup <laughs> took on Miles Bourne tonight and got a win over Miles Bourne. Why is Miles Bourne getting all these enhancement matches where he loses? I like Miles Bourne. Did um, this Heritage Cup, what it, is this something that he won during the pandemic and just didn't defend it? And In so now U- we're giving U- him that credit? It was an NXT UK thing, yeah. It's like a tournament. I don't know. Well, um, I mean, they're trying with this Heritage Cup and he's blasting off and everything like that, but. I don't know about that. I think they need to have a new tournament for the Heritage Cup because it's been that long. I'm Dear OJ, dear old white people, <laughs> please see the below memo for modified definitions. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary will tell you all about petting. Peggy, I'll tell you that. Yes. TLD, home slice. Home slice was big. <laughs> Homes turned into home slice. <sighs> Language evolves, apparently. Uh, Slim Major says, I still use Home Slice. I'm 43. That that tracks. That's good. Uh, Noam Dar, though, quick win. This looked great. He looks fine. Man, what's going on with uh, Brooks and Dunn? Whoa, and man. Let's get it. Yeah. This is, it was a low bar, but I was more into this storyline than anything else on the show. I think they have me back. It's all over the place, and they, we still didn't get the payoff for Sebastian, and it looks like they're going in a completely different direction but now I'm intrigued because they did the split kind of. I did the split. Brooks is like the next week he's all made up and made over and he's this corporate guy now. So I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to the match next week. I'll tell you that. It is Brooks. Brooks is a heel now, right? Not Jensen. Or is it Jensen? I can't tell. Uh, do you think that Brooks was pegging in his new pants? <laughs> You said something about pegging jeans or pants or something, right, Glenn? That's what it was called. <laughs> That's what it was called. It sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> what do you guys think of the new look? Hmm? What do Wait, you what? think of the new look? With with what now? With Brooks, his new look. Oh. I, you know, I didn't really notice. When they come on, it's kind of a charisma void. How do you not notice? I'm I'm excited about where this is going, though. I know. Go- What's that? I noticed his new look, and I enjoyed it. I, I don't think he looks good, but he looks like a good heel. He looks very hateable. His hair looks really awful. And I think that's what they're going for. And I think he looks great as a heel. I am excited they're splitting it up and doing the mixed tag against one another next week. I think that's going to be great. 
Yeah, a little quick though to get to there from like we just and, and they didn't really do a full turn. He just pushed him down. It's not like I didn't see that as a heel turn. Uh, but now we're automatically going to the mixed tag already. But I like that they're accelerating this because they really should have paid it off at stand and deliver. And uh, I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, Jeroy J in the chat saying, I'm surprised his hair was long enough to be tied back. And I just want to say that his hair grew five inches after he finally got some. And that's how we got it tied back. <laughs> they grow up so fast. Um, I'm so, I'm just so glad the split. The storyline went on for a month, probably six weeks too long. So the split is good. I'll have yeah. to go back and watch the the pay attention to the different hair. I, I, full disclosure: I was making my my five minute dinner when this segment was on. Yeah, he's fully corporate now. It's his hair. He's got a shirt tucked in. He's yeah. He looks very up. office, but like uh, but oh, like that makes sense because she's making him over. Yes, right. I, but like I, trying I, to be yeah. corporate, but it's your first time getting a corporate job. Kind of look, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's still a little clueless. Yeah. But in addition to looking to that mixed tag match next week, Duke Hudson confronted Braun Breaker, uh, right. setting up a match against Andre Chase next week for Braun. Uh, I thought Duke Hudson was great in this segment. I love the disingenuous babyface gimmick he's doing right now. I wish he could stay in this mode forever because like he is a babyface and he gets babyface reactions and he's standing up for Chase U, but then he throws Andre Chase under the bus. That was so good. Him to Braun Breaker. You're not going to be facing me. You're going to be facing Andre. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny how he did that. And because people were getting behind Duke to be the one to challenge. He was really fired up. And then he just goes, Andre Chase will take care of you. And then, uh, listen, I love Odyssey Jones, and I don't know why they keep dragging their feet with him. But I thought Braun Breaker, I, if he just comes in and spears people randomly like that every week, I think that'd I be know. awesome. I, I am a fan too because I like what he did last week and I like this as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the match. I I'm liking I'm liking this version of Brown Breaker. I don't want to say he's like I look forward to him yet, but I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mind that was another it. prediction of mine is that you guys would enjoy Brown Breaker when he turned heel in the June seventh. I said I don't podcast. mind it. I said I okay. don't mind it. But different. you wrote down the date. <laughs> oh oh, I wrote down the date. <laughs> Imagine, I had to get receipts. Imagine the freaking notepad full of the wrong ones that he's got. He's got to have like freaking think, five of them. Do you think he rewrites it every time where he's like, I'm going to write this down and backdate it again, take out oh, the no. wrong ones? I believe it was June 7th, 2022. I think that was because you guys specifically said, I said, he'll turn heel to be great. And I think you guys said, no, he's no, we're never going to like him. And then I said, okay, fine. This okay, there, we'll there's see. The, I'm not right yet. There's the new look. There yeah, we go. I do remember seeing this. Yes, with the glasses, the slick back hair, and oh yes, uh, he looks like look at the like buckle. a like a business pirate. I can't, I can't with the business plan. Like written, yeah, like, okay, that's, on the, oh no, that oh, just no, this company's gonna babe. fail. <laughs> she would not have a binder with a slip in piece of paper and have it say business plan written in ink. Yes, in she pen. would. She's a phony. She's a phony. She has a laser printer, Isa. Like you know. Something, you think anything. it's hers? This is she. This is probably. Listen, I used to do this for a living. This is probably a Regis. This probably isn't even her office. She probably rents it from like a Regis or a WeWork, and we that's work. where the laser printer is. Because Definitely we used staged. to. I used to. I used to rent office space. I'm telling you, we used to have all of the all of the fancy things that you would need. So that and they that's probably not her charge office. like a dollar a print, and she can't afford that. For, legit, legit. She probably, like she probably not even have like a full time office. She probably rents it yeah. every Tuesday just for show. I think it's a FedEx office, which used to be Kinko's. I don't think that's yeah. even a WeWork. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> I like this conspiracy, actually. The, the I like the colors, fun. though. It's very nicely decorated wherever they are. Yes. What if that was Vince's office? <laughs> Do you see a dinosaur anywhere? No, well, not, not on that wall. <laughs> I think Vince keeps the dinosaur fossil in his office, so there's something older than him in the building. 
<laughs> I'd like to believe that when he was escorted from the premises back in July, that's all he took. He said, they didn't escort him from the premises. They didn't like say they, like, they did. you don't know that. Yeah, they put all shit in a box and we're like, yeah. we'll, we'll mail it to you. He just yeah. took the dinosaur head and he just walked off. Yeah. Um. So we heard from Pretty Deadly. Oh, man. Speaking of oh, deadly. I can't I'd wait be, for this. I'd be Spring nervous for this. Spring Breaking is actually sounding better than Takeover. Or no, better than Stand and Deliver was. Spring Breaking is yeah. sounding pretty dope right now. This could be the last we see of Pretty Deadly. I mean, they, you talk about conflicting interests. Yeah, they, they pissed off cold. the goat. Now they're going to put him in a trunk. And they're going to put him with the fishes. Oh, I love that Tony D and Stax promo. We're getting back to awesome. old school about this. Yeah, the trunk match. You know what makes Tony D greater? It's, as much as I do enjoy NXT, it is kind of campy, and most of the backstage segments have terrible acting or, or like, just not very good acting. Tony D is about that, and Stax. Stax keeps up with them. They are, have perfect accents, great delivery. It seems like somebody who's not trying to act. No, Tony D'Angelo is like a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, compared to this to the to the uh, Kiana and, and Brooks segment, and like this was, I mean, just so well done. Yeah. Yep. To business. Yes. So, what do you think? Do you think they're gonna get like a Lincoln Continental and drive it into the studio? <laughs> no, the they trunk? need to do it in the parking lot. Let's be real. Let's go all in the violence. They got to end the match those... in the parking lot. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Got to get one of those new Ford Broncos and put them in there. Yes. The orange one. Yeah. The orange. Got to be the orange one. Orange one is such a sick looking car. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obnoxious as hell. Like I would not, here's the, my main argument against ever buying one of those. Like that car is just like begging to get stolen. <laughs> like, or speeding. Or written up. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It stands speeding. out so much. Um, So Roxanne Perez versus Zoe Stark tonight with Roxanne getting the win. Banger. A lot of good wrestling tonight. Yes, it was good. Good. This felt like the most wrestling in an episode of NXT. Quite right. Uh, I like Zoe Starks a lot, but the problem is that she's been around for a while. This is why she was my first name when we're talking about the draft, because she does have a lot to offer. I like her look. She's ripped. She's badass. She's good in the ring. I don't, I'm not too sure there with the, with the promos yet, but I just think she needs a fresh, fresh something, and I think a call-up would be great. But this was a fun match. I thought they both killed it. Problem is on the main roster, though. Like, what's going on right now? If you're not in the championship picture or the tag picture, like, basically, if you're not in contention for a belt, like, there's very little happening for the women. Um, Yeah, that is true. I, I don't know if the women's division needs a second belt because, you know, I don't think I mean, they does. do have the men's North American title, but I kind of like the fact, and you were saying this last week, Glenn, and I agreed that they do have a roster of women deep enough that you don't have to be in a title program to have mm -hmm. a feud. We've got a couple of women's feud who are just feuding, and that's fine. That's okay. I think that speaks more to the depth of the women's division. Well, it's great in NXT, but on the main roster, like once yeah. a quarter, they remember they can do that, and then they abandon it again quickly. You know? So what would you say is the biggest thing going on right now in the women's division on the main roster? Because right now, I think everybody's talking about Trish Stratus turning heel. And that yeah, has nothing to do with any titles. Well, but it's spun out of the tag division, though. And, and Trish, though... She was never in the tag team division, though. She well, took out Lita to get in the match just to get the heel turn in. But technically speaking, she was solo. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Trish versus Becky, though, that's still the same legend problem and i've been putting becky in that category right it's like it's always the double-edged sword when a more established talent comes back is it's taking a spot away not but i mean let's be real they wouldn't they wouldn't that spot wouldn't exist right. if it wasn't trish coming back yeah you know trish versus becky be good though i think Rhea's great but have they even made Rhea versus lena official for backlash yeah. yeah so i don't know it's a yeah, challenge. there is a backlog. And even like Bianca Belair, who's the Raw Women's Champion and is going for the longest reign, doesn't seem to be in a specific program. I felt like the thing she did with Damage Control this week was just to highlight the fact that Damage Control is going to split up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's really weird. I would like some more storylines. I don't even know what's going on. Like you said, they haven't made yeah, they haven't made Rhea and Selena official. And I feel like I see Rhea more on Raw than I do on SmackDown. Yeah. And if they make it Judgment Day <laughs> yeah. versus the LWO full on, like that's very insulting to Rhea and Zelina. Yeah, especially because they, they got to build up the LWO first to even make that something I'd want to see. I love the fact that they revealed it. Issa, we were in the building when they unveiled that LWO t-shirt. It got probably the biggest pop that night, but all they've done is lost and lost. My favorite thing is like, they took like a beat down on the opening of Raw last night and then they were kind of like, 
put over at the end. I feel like a big show heel and baby face during the same show. Like, yeah. I was like, how are you going to make them look like a bunch of jobbers and then make them, like, stand tall at the end of the show? Like, it made no sense. I will say, while it might be a little bit insulting, I wouldn't mind it just because Rhea is the champion. But both Selena and Rhea have been established with Legato and Judgment Day for a long time mm -hmm. now. So these mm -hmm. factions going at them and then being involved in it, I, I wouldn't be upset at it because that's how they, you know, that's how they are where they're at. And I see what you're saying. You will want the championship to be defended in a singles match for Rhea. Agreed. But at the same time, Rhea is just as big part of the Judgment Day as Selena is to Legato. So I wouldn't mind a faction mm -hmm. versus faction match here either. I think it'd be fun, but I don't know. I feel like a give That's Selena not what's a gonna happen show. a backlash. That's not what's yeah. gonna happen a backlash, but it, I I feel like it will happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got a couple of weeks till backlash. Still, we got the draft, so we'll, we'll see what's happening. Um, so after this match, after Roxanne won, Indy Hartwell came out and gave Roxanne a shot at the championship, and it was just like, oh, I guess Roxanne's gonna. When it back at spring break in, but no, then Tiffany Stratton came out and it looks like it's going to be a triple threat. So, uh, Tiffany's ping, ping, uh, pinning Indy, right? Boy, that would be it for like, if Indy gets pinned here, she really should leave NXT. Not necessarily because I think she has to go to the main roster, but the promo she's basically cutting is nobody thinks I could win. I'm going to prove that I can't can win because nobody thinks, and they've been telling that story for weeks now. So if she yeah. goes in there in this title defense and does lose, it's over. It's time to leave the territory. I mean, I think we all like Indy a lot, but does that do, do any of us think India's unless Trish and Roxanne or Trish, Trish, Tiffany and Roxanne like murder each other so much next week that Indy somehow pulls out a win? Yeah, I could see I could see them extending it like that. I actually think that India's wouldn't be a win, bad idea. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I don't know, but I mean, but do you think? As is, do you think Indy's going to win clean? Not clean. I think she's going to yeah. pull out a win, but it's going to be not even cheating. It's just she's going to take advantage of a situation. And no ladder, no ladder this time. I don't. I don't see Tiffany or Indy getting, or Tiffany or Roxanne getting pinned next week. You know, okay. So they're not. They're clearly not putting Index back together, which I think again is a mistake. Beautiful. But they could just save the Dexter appearances for these big matches, where like he's like the only reason she keeps retaining, so he could show up again and help her. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, good promo segment, though. I'm looking forward to this. But I think Tiff. I think the money is in Tiffany Stratton as champ with Roxanne chasing till uh, summer. At yeah, least. I'd like that. You know, who would you rather see? So, Tiffany or uh, Roxanne win the title? Tiffany. Definitely Tiffany. And they need to give her a stable after that. Definitely. I really like her. Um, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm very curious about how this will go, especially after they made it a triple threat here tonight. But I'm excited to see it. Gigi Dolan took on Cora Jade tonight. And when did you know it? JC Jane interfered. And got yeeted onto freaking Booker T. <laughs> 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 oh man, I love that spot so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a never ending feud. Yeah, he stayed down. So yeah. <laughs> JC was up already and kind of teasing Gigi after Gigi lost because of the spot. And then, then Booker T still dead. <laughs> <laughs> great match but of course we knew what was going to happen here yeah um so lira valkyra her music hit she challenged core jade for next week and then that jc jane promo on Gigi, holy shit that was like that was like the meanest teal promo yeah she really with the, like you abandoned like you escaped like the trash heap of your life but you left your younger brother like oh my god like that was so just cruel yeah it got very personal very quickly you know that's why they were telling Gigi's life story so that yeah. jc could have all this material to go and throw it in her face insanity that that was too real <laughs> too real <laughs> oh my she, god it was funny okay i don't know if funny is the word but she was like <laughs> leaving after she said all this wild stuff about her family and then she goes hold on I'm going to get you out of here just like you left your brother and your mother. And it's like, as if that wasn't enough. 
<laughs> it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> I mean, because Gigi's been connecting with audiences so much about telling her life story, her hardships, her struggles, where she came from. And yeah, yeah I mean, this is what it's about. This heel's got to heal, man. Like you have to have a yin to the yang. So as much as we love the life story, the fact that we're into this life story makes it that much more powerful when a heel comes and says some wild stuff about it. Yeah. Um, problem is though, I mean, GC's, Gigi is going over in this feud, but I mean, unless something weird happens next week, I don't see Gigi getting a title shot. I, Cause I mean, I don't think she should lose. I think the crowd is so behind her that it would be a mistake to have her take on Tiffany Stratton or Roxanne. It wouldn't be Roxanne. So unless, uh, yeah, unless uh, Roxy and Tiffany magically lose, but even Gigi versus Indy seems like a weird. It would be weird. I think JC's winning this because I believe Tiffany, no, Gigi won the first match, right? So JC's probably winning this one and they're going to have the rubber match. Correct. That's what I'm assuming. Jesus, this is gonna be so good. We this can't keep going till but summer. But at this point, let them feud with each other. Let them take each other out backstage. Do outside segments like doing these matches just for an interference. It's just it's getting old. Yeah, especially um, because I feel like Cora Jade does have a little bit of momentum, and she was just a back like a like a back piece, like a back player in this whole scenario here. That, I feel there, like, that's the tease, baby. I suppose if Gigi's brother well, joins Jace. Oh as my he god! Should, as if he this should. was the attitude era, know. they would have Jerry Springer out there and be like, "We're going to get Gigi's mom on." Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I'm sure it, that's going to be. Real. I think their blow-off match is probably going to be like a brawl in Gigi's yeah. childhood home or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! The the Eminem <laughs> house. The Eminem yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this feud is crazy. Um. But I'm really digging it, really invested. Uh, Dijak versus Apollo Cruz tonight with Dijak getting the win. Man, what's up with Apollo? Is he just not writing in his journal enough or fighting yeah, enough crime? So. Like, he why is gone, he? He hasn't gone fishing in too long. Yeah. Poor Apollo. But, like, I know we talk a lot about like, uh, like people that came back since Triple H that they haven't done much. Apollo's NXT run, second run, has been a total fail. I'm sorry. they. Ooh. I thought there was going to be so much more, but he's putting on great matches and putting yeah. people over. Maybe that's what he came down for, but I just, I really, at one point, I really thought he was going to be Braun, and it's just, again, we're talking about the same thing with Grayson Waller. It's just taking L after L. It's not helping him. Yeah, I agree. I thought this was this is a good match, but this was definitely too long. Uh, they had a pretty good finish, especially the false finish where he, before, and I thought it was good. But yeah, I, I agree about Apollo. Unfortunately, I I had very high expectations when he came down to NXT, and it just seems like he's in the same position he essentially was in the main roster as a babyface, where he's putting on these good matches but putting a lot of people over, and kind of like a player coach at this point. Yeah. Ah, uh, good match though. Good for Dijak. Uh, Dream in the chat is asking where is Scripps. I actually saw him logging into Grayson Waller's live Instagram. He was on seriously. There. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. We had that Axiom promo tonight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hate to say this because I love Reggie. You're very talented. Scripps is a bad gimmick, and this feud is bringing Axiom down somehow. If you had Reggie without the mask and Axiom, it could be they, they could have a contender for match of the year if you just let these two guys go. What about Somalia Reggie with the wine? That would even be better. That that would be a huge step up from scripts. So you just don't like mask, huh? No, man, actually, it works for Axiom. Are you an anti-masker, Glenn? Oh, wow. I'm not discussing my uh, views on this podcast again. My, you my, already uh, share your pegging views. So you can talk about mask. I mean, <laughs> I got a new. It's so much more simpler than I got about... a new N95. I discovered a subreddit like called Masks for All. That's uh, like hardcore with testing stuff, and I got this new N95. That's amazing. Bulletproof. Like, well, you know what the key is? You when you wear sunglasses and you're wearing it, no fog. Which means there's no air escaping. Tight mm. seal, very good. Um, That's making me claustrophobic. Yeah, but no, but it, it? It, but it, like it's like kind of a bane thing though. No, see the seal is around the nose and the chin. So what I like about it is if you talk, people can actually understand you because it's got like like a cup over it. 
Uh, it's very good. I took it the other day. I went to GNC because I had to get the Cinnabon flavored ghost vegan protein powder. And the, I only had that GNC. <laughs> so I went and got that. And it's delightful. I was picturing Super Shredder, not Bane. But now that you say it's more like yeah. Bane, I can see that. Uh, and then uh, I went to Trader Joe's for the first time in three years. Wow, really? What, what's your beef with Trader Joe's? Because it got shot Oh, no, up? no, because no, you, can't, you can't Instacart Trader Joe's. Oh, I see. It was my first time like setting foot in a Trader Joe's in three years. Wow, look they at you. They have new things. They have new vegan things. Of which you grow I up so fast. I walked out, true story, I walked out of a Trader Joe's in Silver Lake back in 2017. Five minutes later, mass shooting. Damn. Oh, the my Trader God. Trader Joe's. Very scary. It is scary. Can't take your life for granted. Absolutely not. Not these days. Uh, so not that anyone ever, remembers. but anyhow, yeah. um, so where were we after Issa wants to talk, talk about Axiom and scripts? Yes. Um, actually, you know what? For scripts, that would be a better look like a Bane mat, like kind of not retribution, not with the weird full head thing, but why not like spray paint? You know, like an N95 or something. Yeah. He's going to go to Dijak and be like, hey, you got that old thing laying around here somewhere. <laughs> you know, that would actually look kind of badass. It would be better than the mask he has now. Why not? Yeah, something. Um, that would be an interesting gimmick, actually. Like, I don't know. I mean, in probably some parts of the country that would draw a lot of heat. Like the, uh, what, what, what was it? The, uh, I can't remember the name. You know, the liberal, the progressive liberal character. The like is the heel oh, in like the, those arcs. Um, uh, but there's that wrestler that makes a fortune going indie shows and just going out there and doing that shtick. And then he Sam gets Adonis, Corey Graves' brothers. Every time around, I thought his thing was more conservative. Oh yeah, he's oh yeah, that's right. He's a conservative. Yeah, he doesn't. Anyhow, uh, but character. Yes, and didn't he go and wrestle in Mexico with that character? Oh yeah, he, he's. He, I mean, he wrestles most of the time in Mexico. Sam Adonis is a very talented wrestler. Yeah. It's also weird, actually, New Mountain's pointing out, with Joe Gacy, it's weird how they backed off that and they went to generic cult. Like, we talked about early on, Joe Gacy was, like, he was pissing a lot of people off, but it's professional wrestling. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah, he's a good character. wrestler, and he was pissing people off, which is, in, whenever WWE da goes down this road, remember when they had J Jake Hager or Jack Swagger at the oh, time geez. with Zeb Coulter? Listen, yeah. you say what you want to say. You say a lot of wild shit, but it was a character he's playing, and it was working, but then as soon as they started getting mainstream headlines, and it weren't the headlines that they wanted, they completely cut the character, and they had him cut the shoot Oh, promo. like Joe Gacy, remember? Yeah, that with exactly. Joe Gacy too. WWE always gets gun-shy whenever they start getting the right type of attention for their angles. They get, they freak out, and they think that they're going to get canceled. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it off the air. Like, I've got some wild ideas about how I would book Joe Gacy, and it would be amazing heat. They're all better than what WWE would do. WWE does not have the yeah. balls to do what we would do. <laughs> I would have Joe Gacy come out wearing a mask, and then hand masks <laughs> out to the front row, and, like face shields, <laughs> just really go over the top with it uh have like an air quality monitor with him and then yes. like complain because we get some more <laughs> ventilation in here you know they would never have the balls to do that get the show canceled like legitimately kick people legitimately. out <laughs> <laughs> joe gacy would just be a version of myself turned up to 11 really <laughs> is how how i would book joe gacy uh so oh this man this this was like the most wrestling we've got on NXT in a while on a regular weekly show yes. and Wesley versus Charlie Dempsey. Oh, I love this match. Oh, holy shit. Banger. This was good. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. It was so good. Could have main evented, honestly. I mean, well, I yeah. like that they I ended did. with the championship angle. I did, but this was fun. Yeah. Really good. Um, Good match. And then Wesley winning and then Gulak uh, attacking Lee and holding up the title after. Yeah, they both beat the hell out of him. Man, Charles, he was hitting some crazy suplexes. Like, this match was, I really, really, really liked it. Um, but I didn't want Wesley to lose. He's really grown on me as North American champion. But I think this angle is going to continue. That's okay. I don't mind seeing this match again. Yeah, me neither. No, this was very, very good. Um, and then Grayson Waller effect tonight. My fave with Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, crazy. All of my so faves. Good. All of my faves in one because Drake and Melo are my faves. So it's Grayson Waller. 
this was great. I love the social media aspect to it. I asked him about it when I get a chance to interview him, and he said they just told him to do a talk show. He's the one who decided to add the social media and mm. going live on Instagram and doing all that. And my favorite thing about this segment, if you guys didn't see it, I don't know if you're watching it, but after the show went off the air, it kept going. Mel beat the shit out of him, and you could watch really? it all live. On, yeah, you could watch it all live on Instagram. Awesome. It's, they're doing a good job with this. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's it's gonna be something. Imagine if he gets called up doing that on the main roster. How much more exposure oh. like that will get? I mean, honestly, he is a huge threat to Austin Theory if he goes to the main roster because I think Grayson is. You gotta like, keep them separated. Yeah, yeah I, I would put them in separate brands, right? Yeah. But yeah, anyways, it kept going. I I really, I told you guys, I think Grayson Waller losing a lot of his big matches is affecting him. And that's exactly what Carmelo and Trey came at him with today. Uh, so we'll see this. They got to get creative here. They're not going to have Grayson Waller win here. Or like I said, call him up so we don't have to think about his back here losing again. But it was a lot of fun. And like I said, if you guys, I don't know if he... I don't know if he leaves his lives up for you to rewatch after he goes live, but it kept going afterwards, and that's when it got really good. That's awesome. Uh, the, 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 the Instagram live went off the air with, like, Trick Williams holding the phone and talking about uh. the crowd. Carmelo's <laughs> in the background beating up Grayson Waller. So good. So good. <sighs> but I think it's interesting, though, when they did the, like, let's look at all your accomplishments, and then the, eh, nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that's was... what I'm saying. It's, it's starting to affect him, and people, everybody, all his opponents can come at him with, with this. How shocked would you be if Grayson Waller wins next week? I would be so not happy shocked. to assure myself. Wins the <laughs> yeah. championship? Not, not shocked. Happy. Not shocked. I think wow. it's yeah. worthy of it. I could see it going either way. I really do think this really? is going to, like, one of yeah. these guys is going to the main roster, and if it happens to be that they say, we want Melo, then Melo's going to win. We lose. wanted him to beat Bron Breaker. I know, Why but that's I... different. But Carmelo, though, I think has a different. while left in next. You don't different. think so? No, I think if you're worthy of the world championship, you should be able to win it. I mean, I'm not saying I wa- I'm not saying I think Melo's great and he shouldn't lose it. Mm. But if they put Grayson Waller over here, I wouldn't be shocked. I think he's worthy of it. I think he's doing great work. It would be more surprising to me than if Melo won, but I could see it. I could absolutely right, see it happening, right. you know? And I, I did think this segment was good. I thought it was written very well. I thought they all played the parts great. But the problem, I think, is I don't think people are convinced that Melo's a babyface now. Like, they chant his oh. name the way they were doing when he was a heel. But they were kind of treating both of them like heel. And they were even heckling Trick. Like, Trick had to stop and be like, hey, don't talk to Trick Daddy like that or whatever he yeah. said. So I think that the fans were confused as to whose side they should be on because they're both heels and they're both acting like heels. Another thing that I like was that even though Melo threw in his face that he had no accomplishments, I did think that Grayson Waller had a good comeback when he said, hey, I got as over as you did and I haven't won a title. That yeah. also does speak mm. big things about what he's done in NXT because people do know who Grayson Waller is and he hasn't won anything. <laughs> yeah, But he's got those shoes. That yeah, golden shoe sure. is going to be beautiful. That's what he used to do with Shuey if Grayson wins. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, why not? No, look, I think Grayson should have been champ six months. Look, I think Braun should have lost the championship a long time ago. uh, And Grayson would have been a great person to take it off him. But I don't think this would would be one of the shortest NXT championship reigns. Yeah. I think Carmelo deserves better. But if he's going up, if he's going up, then nobody's going to be mad at it. Yeah, if he loses and then he just goes back to being part of NXT, I might feel a type of way about that. But right. if he loses and he shows up in the draft and all that stuff, then I'll get it. I still don't want him to lose, though. Why is Siri yeah. talking to me? Look, if you want me to just... I, I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked, but if you want me okay. to just tell you right now, I think Melo wins. I do. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I, think, I wouldn't... Yeah. If, if Grayson Waller wins, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, what is that? No, I would, be, I would actually be excited. But by the way, you could also have the NXT champion crossover on the main roster for a while that has happened before yeah they did that with Braun. yeah they did that with Rhea. she headlined wrestlemania doing well not headline but she competed at wrestlemania as nxt champion mm-hmm. kevin yeah. owens showed up with mm-hmm. that title mm-hmm. it's just weird that they're telling because grayson is the bigger heel or he's the heel in the storyline and it's a weird story to tell that the heel can't win the big one that's usually something they do with the baby face who's chasing so it's yeah. weird that they're doing that with grayson Another thing about Grayson is he stays on character, man. And I give him response. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about he MJF does. and how he's always on character. Interview him, talk to him. He yeah. is on 24-7. It's, it's great to see because I, I have a lot of respect for the people that just keep that gimmick alive no matter what they're doing. You can't crack him. Very, very, very good at what he does. 
my favorite interview of the entire WrestleMania weekend yeah. was with Grayson Waller. And it's not in there. And there were some great interviews and it was hey. a lot of fun to talk to this talent. But Grayson gets it in terms of being a pro wrestling heel. He gets it. I always have like every time that I get to, you know, do these events and all these things, a lot of people always ask me, what was your favorite? Not the best because you enjoy it's a big opportunity, but I always have a thing for the people that stay in character. When I did the Rumble, yeah. I love my interview with Dominic and it's because he was in character the whole time. And Grayson Waller was so much fun to talk to. And he had he thinks quick, man, no matter what you ask, him, he had a comeback like this. He's great. Yeah. No, I think it'll be interesting. I like that uh, there's an air of unpredictability to the book uh, booking at Spring Breaking. I think the draft, and, and like you said, because they mentioned all of the all of the brands are included. I think the draft has like this looming over NXT next week that has us wondering mm-hmm. which way are they going to go with things. Because I see a lot of people in in Spring Breaking that could be that could go to the main roster immediately. Yeah. So it makes you wonder how they're going to book them in this show next week. It makes you wonder how they're going to book everything for the next week. It's crazy. If they weren't yep. going against the playoffs, they would do, and they still might. They would, they would do a very good number, I think, for spring breaking if they weren't going against the playoffs. But that's going to obviously cap them. Cap like put a lid, lid on it. Yeah, I mean it can mean anything. Cap like whatever it means in ten years. It's probably yeah. like unicorns or something. I need to start clarifying now before yeah. I say words because you know don't want to get another pegging situation. Eighties pegging. Eighties pegging. <laughs> Sounds like the name of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh so good show tonight next week's gonna be awesome tomorrow night's AEW dynamite then we're back friday for smackdown sorry i froze ah. <laughs> we all gonna be here friday yes yeah, unless Alfred decides to call off last minute like he always does. Unless I do the Roman Reigns schedule. We'll see. We'll see if I'm here on Friday. I might be on a beach. I might be on a beach. I have <laughs> I have one two minutes away. Yeah, I was going to say, more impressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Follow Alfred. And this is Nasty. Follow Issa at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm Matt Rubenstein. And we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.